Hello there, everyone, and thank you for taking the time to tune in once again to Mood Food Series 1, and we are now on episode number 4. I'm your host, Jason Gordon. The views expressed in this podcast called Mood Food are mine and mine alone, and in no way do the opinions expressed represent the views, positions, or opinions of the Department of the Air Force, Department of Defense, the United States government, including resources listed during today's podcast. We really appreciate everyone listening to us out there on all of the platforms. The only two platforms that I believe we are waiting on getting clearance from and approval is iHeartRadio and Pandora. So once we get the acceptance back from those platforms, we will definitely let everyone know to give you some more options out there. Keep the reviews coming. Send us some emails at moodfoodpodcast.com at gmail.com. That's moodfoodpodcast at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page built. We just haven't published it yet. We're adding some things to it, and I will definitely let you know when that page is up and running so you can share it, like it, and follow us there as well. So don't forget that May was Mental Health Awareness Month. Keep reviewing all of the coping skills and information that I've been sharing with you. The more that you do that, you will see yourself making progress as you are provoked through situations that could trigger those unhealthy thinking patterns and unwanted reactions. And that's a daily process, right? So reviewing that is part of your mood food diet. And we've been getting a lot of show suggestions, and we sincerely appreciate that. So next week's topic will be about the work-life balance. I think that's something we can all relate to, and I look forward to researching that and recording it and then producing a good product that hopefully will help everyone find that magical balance because it definitely is a juggling act for sure. So today's podcast is called Withdraw, and I don't mean like substance abuse withdraw. Withdraw is a synonym for retire. So how many of you out there are getting ready to retire or you're thinking about retirement? I know during current conditions and times, many of you may have lost your job. And so you're really juggling the emotional side of that, the financial side of that, uh, just as much as someone is that's going into retirement. So some of the skill sets that I'm going to be asking you to do today, uh, if you have a chance to do them, it can definitely apply to what you may be going through right now, because you may feel like you're just beaten down, your self-esteem is low. Don't let this beat you. You are going to prevail through it. Just do everything necessary that you can to to get back on your feet and and to get to where you need to be for yourself and for your family. So once again, withdraw is a synonym for retire. So there's a lot of uncertainty out there right now in regarding uh, regards to the uh, workforce. And I want to make sure that everyone understands that it's okay to be feeling how you're feeling about everything, whether you are retired or you are thinking about retirement or you may have lost your job. Many of our listeners out there have legitimate concerns regarding current situations. So many find their identities wrapped up in their occupations and how they contribute to the organization that they work for, their mission, and the camaraderie, and the collaboration, and the impact that they have. They really get their identities from all of those areas in their occupation. They find value and self-worth and a sense of connectedness with their 
their workplace and uh, and their colleagues. So believe it or not, the emotional impact of retiring can be just as stressful as working full time. And retirement can bring doubt and anxiety and depression to one's existence, as well as being laid off, losing losing something that you hold near and dear. I mean, working really is your lifeline. That's how we put food on the table. That's how we hopefully have health care. And if something was to happen, a lot shifts, right? So we have to plan accordingly. And if we had the rug pulled out from underneath us, all of a sudden, I mean, it makes us nervous as a room as a cat in a room full of rocking chairs. And, and there's there's just no way to really do anything but work through it, not react to it, but work through it and let those reactions be productive to work for you. So why is it that a lot of people have that doubt or that anxiety or depression when something happens like recently or if you are thinking about retirement? And so I have heard it many times where people will say, hey, I can't wait to retire out of the military or this civilian job. So why are the ones saying that? Why are the ones that are saying that having the most difficult time transitioning? Well, there's a few possibilities because they're going into more of a a relaxed lifestyle. Uh, They feel like that there's no accountability there. So some bad habits can definitely start to chase them. And you just have to make sure that you you shoo them off. Don't let them catch up with you, especially when it comes to depression, anxiety, and substance abuse. So a few years ago, the American Psychological Association published an article that discussed the need and importance for retirees to focus more on what they have in their mental reserve bank versus their financial reserve bank. This article was pretty interesting. The article stressed the importance of stockpiling emotional reserves in order to better cope with the ending of employment. The study found that some retirees ease smoothly into their retirement years by spending more time into their hobbies and family with family members and friends. But honestly, there's only so many hobbies, so much time you can spend with family and loved ones, which can lead to the other side of the spectrum where some of the other participants in this study reported increased levels of anxiety, worry, depression, increased alcohol use, and feelings of significant loss. That's where it goes back to that identity thing. And and I have witnessed that myself uh, with with seeing everyone retire out of the military or transition to uh, when they when their enlistments up, you know we have to we help them kind of transition to to resources if they need it. But I can kind of see in their eyes that uncertainty because their identity in the military, we are told where to show up, what to wear, and what we're going to be doing. Well, in perfect scenarios and cases, sometimes that does happen. But but in real and being realistic, you have to have a lot of flexibility in there as well. But all the basic things are there. What to wear, what time to show up, you get paid on the first and fifteenth. I mean it's 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 like clockwork. So you really don't have to do a lot of external maneuvering of 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 entities to make that happen. It just happens as long as you keep your side of the street clean and you say you stay in good working order. So that's where a lot of people find themselves wrapped up into repetitiveness and uh, and also that pattern of behavior where they don't have to think about it. And so now 
when reality is hitting them in the face in that transition, it can be very, very difficult uh, from retirement to separation to honestly being laid off. I mean, it's a huge transition mentally that you have to you have to make, and it's tough. So sometimes when I think to myself about this, what I would be doing if I was going to be retired. And honestly, I cannot answer that because thinking and living a retired life are two different things. I'm such a busy person that I like to stay busy. And and I don't know if I can actually retire because I... I I don't know. I can't. I, I'm just being honest with everyone. I have too much energy. Now, I do have those thoughts about, man, I really wished I was retired from the military right now, or I really wished I was uh, maybe um, going into a different chapter of my life. But honestly, I don't know if I would want to do that because I know for me, it would cause me a lot of anxiety and uncertainty, and I would be experiencing exactly what earlier I was mentioning So I think that is why it is easy for people to say that they can't wait to retire because of that being, you know, reality versus just a statement. Because if you're living in reality, it's a lot different, right? So it is easier for them to say those statements about, I can't wait to retire. I can't wait to, to, to lead the military, or I can't wait to lead this civilian job. So remember that work structures us. It, it gives us a dependable routine. It keeps us socially engaged and plugged in with a mission. And when we don't have that, make sure that you fill that support system with something positive. So after observing so many patients in my own clinic uh, deal with the stressors of retirement or separation or or what have you, uh, what I have noticed to be significant and key to the making the transition to retirement successful is staying active either by working a part-time job, volunteering, going back to school, or a simple task like planting a garden, staying busy. That's the main thing. You don't want to have an idle mind. You want to be goal-oriented, tasked with things that you know you're going to have positive outcomes. But even still, you can only fill so many hours in a day with busy work, right? So if you are thinking about retiring, or you are retired, or unfortunately you have been laid off, I would ask that you would you know, evaluate your life. There's a lot of things that you still may want to accomplish. And just think about how you can get there with that. What resources will you need to achieve your next chapter? And I recommend journaling about it, like mapping it out. That's very important that you can kind of see what avenues you can take and what routes will be best for you if you have already, uh, if you've already been thinking about either retiring or you are retired or have been laid off? Journal about that experience thus far. In what areas you want to improve on? Talk with a family member or peers that are going through the same thing. It's very important that you know you're not alone, and that that you can get support and some suggestions from people that are actually living the life that you might fear or that you are currently living. So tell yourself positive affirmations about retirement being laid off. You're thinking about retirement. You are retired. Those affirmations feed your anxious mood about this big decision. And what I mean by feeding it is it will calm down that hunger that might be the hunger of uncertainty that might be driving the bus that has the anxiety on board. You want to slow that down, kick it off the bus, 
and feed yourself with some positive affirmations to reassure yourself that you're going to make it and you're going to make it real good, right? You're going to make it. This is the next chapter in your life that's a big decision to make. So in case you can't think of any retirement affirmations, guess what I did? I have some for you. And what I will do is I will put them in the program description, the podcast description, along with our email address. So that way you can let me know how you're doing. That way you can let us know how we're doing as a show. And also you'll have that resource there in case you don't have a pen and paper right now to write down our email address or the tips I'm about to give you here. So here are some retirement affirmations. And I know this may sound silly, but we can fill our heads up with so much negativity. We forget to give ourselves compliments about just making it through the day. That's a huge accomplishment for a lot of people out there. So I want you to be kind to yourself, be good to yourself, and tell yourself these things. It's very important. So number one, I am worthy to be where I am today. So you are. You're worthy to be eligible for retirement. You're worthy to be retired. And if unfortunately you've been laid off, you know, there's something bigger for you out there. Go get it. You are worthy. This is an opportunity for you to write that next chapter of your life. Number two is I am valued by my colleagues, family, and friends. And that's true. You need to be reaching out to people that know how to relate, that can actually be there for you face-to-face with social, I'm sorry, with physical distancing in place, of course, in in this day and time. But you need that resource there just to reassure that you're not alone and that you are valued. Number three is, I left an amazing legacy for others to follow at my previous employer. You take pride in your job. You take pride in the accomplishments that you have made over the years for the organization that you have worked for. And they should recognize that. And I hope that they do. Number four is, I am loved by my family and my family. And they're very proud of me. And that's very important that you understand that despite how you may be feeling right now and whether it's a transition from retirement or or unfortunately being laid off your family still loves you you're still offering value you're still going to make it and you're going to make things happen for yourself and for your family number 5 is i will stay committed to doing activities that empower and keep me energized very important to stay busy right Number six is I will practice my faith more if something you believe in and that's your foundation. That is terrific. I would say embrace it more, love more, and give more of your time to help others in need, especially during this time. Number seven is I will do whatever it takes to maintain my sense of purpose. And that's when things can go south pretty quickly is if you lose your sense of purpose. Make sure that you are not going to do that. Stay connected with these seven things that I've just got through telling you about. And your sense of purpose will keep driving on. And you will still continue to make the impacts that are lasting on people, whether they are family or friends or colleagues. Your impact will still remain great. Just don't lose sight or sense of your purpose because you have one. You have many. Think about it. Write a gratitude list and think about everything that you can be thankful for you'll find your purpose within that gratitude list. I can almost guarantee it. And never stop being goal-oriented. Celebrate your accomplishments. Stay dedicated to yourself, your loved ones, and your pets if you have any. Be 
proud of the commitment you have made to the company or organization to see them through the good times and the bad times. Try to stay with a routine, stay active, think healthy, eat healthy, be healthy. And remember, just because you are going into that next chapter of your life, thinking about retiring or being retired right now, stay committed to and confident to your abilities that you're going to make it and that you're going to transition well because you have everything lined up, you have everything ready to go, and uh, you're still needed like never before. Remember that. Remember to keep using these tools to thrive. And as you go through these situations, they're not going to be easy right now, but you can do it and you can make it happen for yourself. You can make these big decisions for yourself and your family, your life. Make sure that these decisions that you are making have a good good foundation, something that you can stand on, something that you can build off of, because you're never too old to make changes in your life. And once you have changed some of those behaviors and decreased the worry, decreased the anxiety, the depression, celebrate them. We're all human. We have to celebrate our accomplishments, even as if even if it's you've had one hour where you haven't been anxious or one hour where you haven't been feeling just kind of off or down. Celebrate that because somehow or another you work through that situation or that occurrence that could have potentially occupied that hour. And so just make sure you take small goals. You reach those small goals. Take some deep breaths. Relax. Be kind to yourself. Tell yourself those affirmations. You're going to need them. We all need them. And we can't hear it from when we can't hear it from someone else. We have to tell ourselves that because if we don't, then we're just going to be stuck in that frame of mind where we're just in negativeville and we don't need that, right? We don't need that. I believe in you, all of y'all out there. We've heard some great reviews. We're hearing back on the emails and uh, that that this podcast is helpful. But honestly, you're doing all the work. You're just listening, but you're doing all the work. And I am super proud of you. So thank you so much, everyone, for joining us for today's broadcast of Mood Food. So please make sure that you subscribe, that you continue to leave us some reviews and that you rate us. Send us emails to moodfoodpodcast at gmail.com and tell all your family and friends if you like us to continue listening. And remember the disclaimer at the beginning because I'm always going to be sticking to that. And remember to keep your mood full of positive mental food. And I'm going to leave you today with a quote from Socrates, because all of y'all know that I was probably alive when he said this, right? Uh, but all kidding aside, this this quote has always stayed with me, and it means so much because I know that I would not be where I am today if I would have been left alone, and and I wouldn't. I, I needed people, external resources in my life to get me where I am today. I did not get where I am today alone. And so when I when I was when I was doing some research and I, I always stumbled apart across this this quote because it means so much to me and I hope it does to you as well. But Socrates once said that the perfect human being is a human being that is all human beings put together as a collective. It is everyone working as a we. It's all of us together that makes perfection. And I'm telling you that stick that stuck with me. And I read that quote quite often. I say it quite often because it keeps me grounded and lets me know that no matter what I face, no matter what I go through personally, 
their strength in numbers and I reach out. I talk about it. I don't bottle it up because I need that help from others just as much as anybody out there. We're human at the end of the day and you know, I, I'm going to embrace my, my human side, but if there's something on my side of the street that I need to clean up, I'm going to ask for help to help me with that, right? It's just the right thing to do because we all deserve to live happy, healthy lives. I appreciate everyone tuning in today. And until next time, I'm your host for Mood Food, Jason Gordon. Keep safe out there, everyone. And thanks for listening.